Karen writes, I cried. Why? I couldn't do a cool workout movement. I cried because I was physically incapable. I cried more and trained harder. What's up, people? Jean-Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, and today's episode is It's Okay to Cry in the Gym, How Pain Can Empower You. It's not uncommon for people to cry in the gym. In fact, I mean, if we were to look at like athletes and people who are high performers who've lost a competition, <laughs> they'll cry after they've lost a competition. It's not uncommon for that to happen. Or when somebody is struggling, right? When somebody's a beginner, it can really beat you down when you're just starting off. Let's say you've got a little bit more to love, doing movements, getting out there, exercising when you haven't done that in your life and you've got an extra 50, 60, or whatever pounds on your body can be really, really difficult and tough and that sucks. It's okay for you to cry. It's 100% okay for you to cry. That's my first point. And what I encourage you to do is that if you are crying, you let that shit out. I mean, you sob about it, you walk away, you think about it, you ponder on it, you let it out. You really, really, really are one with that pain that you're feeling. And here's why, because I don't think you should suppress that feeling. I don't think if you're the kind of person who is emotional and you feel the need to cry and that can bring some kind of catharsis, then go ahead, just just be you. Be the best crier there is and get that emotion out. Follow that up with my second thing, which is why are you crying? So reflect on that. What has brought you here to this point where you're working out and you're feeling down? Why are you feeling down? Is it because you feel a sense of embarrassment maybe about the movements that you can't do? Is it that you feel this like sense of like anger that you can't get these movements down or that you can't complete a workout the way you'd like? Is it shame like or is it embarrassment looking at other people in the gym and thinking like oh that looks so easy for that person and like why can't I do it? Is it some kind of physical limitation? You know, in you know, some people's situations in Heron, she was talking about having, you know, a little bit more of skin around her midsection from having lost weight in the past and her feeling like she's got this little roadblock, okay? I've talked to other people, my friend Julia here who came and did a podcast with us that's going to be up soon. Julia Hamilton mentioned that when she was trying to lose weight, she's an amazing strong woman who's won competition. She mentioned that when she was trying to lose weight, she had these roadblocks. She remembers crying and going through these emotional states. I think that's okay as long as you are reflecting on why you're crying and really getting to the crux of the issue, figuring out why you're crying and making sure that the reason why you're crying is not rooted in something that you can't fix, okay? So like, let's say that that from there, what you wanna do, and we'll, we'll get to this to clarify, is for you to be proactive. Now, the moment that you start feeling emotional and you start feeling down about something, and you start feeling beaten down, this should be a sign to you that something needs to change. Something needs to change in your life and you can use this moment, this sad moment, to alter the course of your reality and your future. You can take a good hard look at yourself and be like, I need to get in better shape. I want to be able to move and feel better and feel stronger in my body. And let those moments of pain, those crying moments, those moments of discomfort empower you rather than set you back. Because so many people, so many people have those moments of pain and then they turn into a... 
sob story, right? So, so what happens is, oh, I know that sounds really harsh and don't want to be mean to people who are really struggling with themselves. But I've got to go ahead and put this out here. If you identify too much with your problems, right? If your problems become you and become a part of your identity, if, you know, the fact that you can't do certain exercises efficiently, you can't run or like lift a certain kind of weight ends up becoming your identity and you end up dwelling on that entirely too much, then it can be counterproductive. What I suggest is that you look at the fact that you were crying and you say, why was I crying? All right, maybe you've got, you know, a roadblock. You've got, you know, 20 pounds extra on your body. All right, and that that sucks, right? You really want to get rid of that so that you can do, you know, mountain climbers or so that you can do a box jump without feeling uncomfortable or you can clean a weight, whatever, whatever the case might be, you know, and you really find that that really makes you emotional and you feel sad about it, that is understandable. What matters is that now you get proactive about it. So you say, you know what? I'm going to start working out a little bit more. I'm going to stop eating that extra helping of food that I shouldn't eat. And you find a clear and cut path towards improving your life. Crying can empower you. It's there to let you know the pain points in your life. And all you have to do is let the sob come, let the sadness come in, let yourself cry embrace it, reflect on why you're crying, reflect on what you can do then to improve your state of being and improve your future self and follow through with it, okay? Follow through with that. Let every painful moment guide you to that moment where you're going to continue to improve yourself and you're going to become the new version of yourself where you don't have those same struggles and you don't have that same pain in your life. And that is today's message. Crying is okay. Just let it empower you and let it make you the best version of yourself. Until next time, peace.